You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey guys, it's Chris. I don't want to take too much of your time here tonight on the big... 100th episode of Title IX. Uh, you did certainly didn't tune into this thing to to hear me, uh, but I did want to offer a congratulations and a shout out to the ladies. You know when when I came up with the idea for this podcast and the the pairing of these two, I, I did want female voices, uh, you know, females to have a voice on Cyclone Fanatic and our growing podcast network. But I guess it it wasn't. <laughs> You know, we didn't do this because, oh, they're they're women. That wasn't really it. I met Elisa at a meeting uh, through another friend, and she talked to me about her passion for podcasting. And believe it or not, I had known little Stephanie since she was like 19 years old in college. So this goes way back. Like this is a really, um, you know, thing that's been 15 years in the making or so. I think, and I'm just really proud of what it's become. It's it's a great podcast. It's not a great female podcast. It's a it's a great show, and we've all laughed with them over the years, and sometimes even there's been tears. Uh, but I'm just so proud of them, uh, what they've become, uh, what the show's become, and you know the the future that it has. A couple of influential women here in Central Iowa media, and it's and it's right here in our network. So. Yeah, enough of me. Uh, it's going to be a great show tonight, as always. Cheers to 100. Cheers to another 100 and more. Let's get on with the show. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Title IX Podcast on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. The entire Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is fueled by Cody Road and made possible thanks to our friends at the Wild Rose Casino and Resort. I'm Steph Copley here with Elisa Woods. Elisa, it's episode 100. I, I can't believe it, but I also can believe it, but I can't believe it, but I do believe it. <laughs> 
And you guys, we have a very special guest with us. We're throwing it back to the early days of the Title Line podcast. Joined with us is Jared Stansberry. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? It's good to be wow. back. Wow. That's all you got? You kidding me? What more do you want? Who invited this guy? <laughs> Bring the Cong- energy. Congrats on 100 episodes. Uh, yeah. I, I can't say that I uh, ever would have thought you'd make it to 100, but I guess I never <laughs> assumed that anything's going to make it to 100 nowadays. So congratulations. I think thank you. Wow. You guys the have shade. staying power. That's what you've proven. Just... You've got the staying power. <laughs> the immediate I... shade. I just... It's not often that I'm a loss at a loss for words. No. And I'm actually well, let's, a loss let's just let's just ask the, the question, the burning question that I'm sure many of our listeners are wondering. Jared, do you have a girlfriend? I do have a girlfriend. <gasps> we did it. <laughs> thanks yeah. to us. Yeah, thanks to you guys. It only took 100 <laughs> episodes in what four years. We didn't say we'd be fast. Would you like to give her a shout out? Uh, yeah, shout out to Emily. I'm sure she's listening. So, yeah, shout Emily? out to you. Yeah. What's Emily up, girl? is a delight. Jared, yeah. in the, you know, the, the sports phrase that everyone uses, you know, I outkicked my coverage. Jared literally <laughs> outkicked his coverage. It's true. It's true. I'll admit it. All right. All right. Okay. Well, do you have any, anything else you want to share before we tell you to get the hell out of here? Who invited him anyway? No, no. I want to hear more from Jared. On, no, on a serious note, I just want to say I'm proud of you guys for doing this. And obviously we appreciate you guys for everything that you've done for, for Cyclone Fanatic and for bringing your voices to the website. And I appreciate how you guys continue to use your platform for, spreading what you guys want to spread and uh and having your message and sticking to it and uh not allow, uh, letting anybody else dictate to you guys uh what you are and are not going to say and i can appreciate that and uh, i'm proud of you guys Hun- tears to uh another hundred all right oh you redeemed yourself Hey, I had to do it. You go and redeem yourself. That's what having a girlfriend does to you. (laughs) No, I will say I was thinking about this. I I knew it was going to, I really knew it was going to work when we did the uh, Kobe episode. I was thinking about it. Oh, And I really knew that it was like going to have an opportunity to like stick around because of how well you guys did obviously tackling what was a really tough story and really shocking story at the time. And, uh, that was kind of the one that always sticks out to me as it's like, okay, yeah, no, this is a, this is a thing uh, now and it's uh, not going anywhere. This is the second time Kobe's come up this weekend and it's, it's always just like a, Oh, what could have been mm-hmm. moment, but I appreciate that. Jared. That really nice. Jared. What Thank are you, you looking at? Oh, I'm looking at the game. <laughs> Okay. okay. Well, that was that was really well, sweet. Well, uh, hey, Jason Tatum's <laughs> up here trying to do it for Kobe, so you okay. know, we're, yeah, we're uh, we're locked in. But no, you guys uh, have a good episode. Enjoy all your uh, all your shoutouts and everything, and I'll uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Well, we love you. <laughs> yeah, love you guys too. Bye, Jerry. Bye. Okay, that was really nice. It was nice, sandwiched by Jared. Oh. <sighs>
What a way to kick off a hundred. I know. Well, we're out there. So the other person that has run along with us since the beginning is, of course, the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. We have to give them a huge shout out. They joined us as a sponsor very early on, probably before they knew what they were getting into. And they've stuck with us. And we appreciate Ivy and everything Ivy does for the Iowa State community and here at Cyclone Fanatics. So thanks to the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State for being a longtime sponsor of ours. Elisa, I feel like we should get to some actual business and then get into the celebration of a hundy. <laughs> okay, okay, let's do it. What's okay. the real business? What, uh, what business do we have here? Well, I we at our last episode, 99, we were talking about how we became a tennis school. Yeah, we did become a tennis school. And, and then right after that, we they lost. Didn't, they didn't get the Title IX bump. They did not get the Title IX bump. But holy cow, I are we say, like... I have, obsessed with them? I think we are. I have not paid attention to a tennis match live. I mean, I paid attention to Iowa State tennis over the last couple of years as we've watched this trajectory, but I haven't watched a tennis match live since I was in college. And I was up late in bed watching on a tiny screen of my phone. And it was stressing me out so much that I switched from the live feed just to the stats. So I was That's... laying in bed. I was like scroll, pulling my screen down to refresh every five seconds because I didn't, the, for some reason, the live feed was, was too much, too much for me to handle. I feel like I'm rubbing off on you because that I just knew it would be too much. And also it was just like I, video. I just can't let me just well, read what's happening. And it was late and it was on some random yes. like YouTube. This It felt like some 17 year old who was doing the announcing. And he did was great, but it was like too much energy at 11 p.m. for me to handle. <laughs> it was just too much. But we came up short, came down to the last singles match we had to win to advance. And we didn't. But I will say it was one of the more exciting nights of Cyclone sports that we've had in a while. Totally unexpected season. And what a ride. It was crazy. What a ride. I mean, I don't know. It was just, it's one of these things where it just makes me think about the, that uh, barstool tweet that was like the, everyone got worked up about oh the one that started the cyclone mountain yeah yeah the what sports or we don't have anything to look forward to till football or whatever (laughs) right right jokes on you barstool yeah you guys are missing out on a little bit i guess yeah on your little summer vacay we'll we'll stay here and hold it down for you that's exactly right and we it was it was just awesome i'm happy for our, our tennis team looking forward to the future and uh yeah i think it's safe to say we're for sure a tennis school now yeah. I don't know. It's hard to argue, right? <laughs> um, I have some fun shout outs for you, unless you have any more cycling related business to get to. Nope. I didn't. All I had was tennis. Um, I have a silly question that I know the answer to, but I'm going to ask it to you anyway, just for beeps and giggles. Okay. Have you seen the movie air? Um, is that with that dog? With <laughs> the dog that plays that's air, Bud. This is about I, the I haven't seen the Michael Bud. Jordan sneaker, the no, oh, evolution, no. the creation well, and evolution of how that be, became a thing. I did mention I would be willing to see that. Okay, I saw it. It was Arnold great. took Rosa to the mermaid instead. So. <laughs> She's probably a better movie date than you anyway. If <laughs> oh, we're being I'm honest. sure she is. I'm certain she is. Air was a great flick. It's Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Um, it's just the creation of how Nike 
or it's about how Nike got Michael Jordan and the creation of his sneaker. It's a great movie. But the reason I mentioned it is because um, the Jumpman brand, the, the uh, Michael Jordan brand is still a booming business here mm. in 2023. And Sarah Mensa was the first woman to be named president of the Jordan brand this week. So we have our first female president of the Jordan brand, but this is not her first time making history. In 2021, she made history by becoming the first black woman to lead Nike's North American business as both vice president and GM of the um, that particular market. And so she's she's no stranger to dealing with billion dollar markets. That market was one hundred and sixty six billion dollar market. And she's now the president of the Jumpman Empire, which reigns in an estimated five billion dollars in annual revenue. That's insane. Before Nike, she was vice president and CEO of the Portland Trailblazers. And in her tenure, their revenue increased by over 100 percent. So she knows what she's doing. This woman is well prepared to go make some cash. Heck yeah. Yeah. It's a, so it was just kind of a cool full circle moment to see that news come out right after I watched the movie. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for filling us in on you that. You need to watch it, Elisa. I'm like, sure. Let, let that be the um, one movie you watch in the next 10 years. Whenever it comes to streaming devices, maybe I'll have it on in the background. While it I'm is working. on streaming devices right now. Okay. Well, <laughs> then some things probably, never change. Probably not going to happen. <sighs> As they say in Frozen 2, some things never change. We watched Frozen 2 today. Are you we, kidding? Rosa watched it. It was on in the background. Um, speaking of streaming devices, though, did you see that Roku launched the Women's Sports Zone? I did see this. Yeah. So it's an in-app feature that provides access to live women's games and on-demand content, a lot like the sports bra in uh, Portland. Portland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so basi- cool. is it basically just like you turn on Roku and it's the like you just click on that particular is it like a section in Roku is what I'm yeah, asking? Yeah, I think okay. it's like an app. Like Roku kind of, ha- I don't really know how TVs work to be totally 100% Because you're 75 you. years old? Because I am. <laughs> I still walk up to the TV and turn it on and off because I can't figure <laughs> that out. <laughs> I press on and nothing happens. So so it's a it's a category within the app is essentially yes, what it is. Yeah. That's really well, cool. Well, I think that Roku is the overarching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's apps within it. Okay, and so I right. think there's a women's sports app. That's pretty B.A. From what I understand. You know what that means? That means there's demand for it. And that means they are catering to demand. And as we keep telling you, the demand is growing. Yep. And it has games and it also has like documentaries. The Megan Rapinoe hosted docuseries Prodigy is on it. Cool. Yep. Lots of cool stuff to watch. Um, WNBA opening weekend attendance numbers came out. Phoenix Mercury led the way with uh, numbers of 14,000. Seattle Storm second place um, with a lot around 11,000 fans. Across the league, we averaged 8,500 fans um, for opening weekend attendance. And I looked and the 22... Excuse me, the 2022 regular season average was about 5,600 people. And it's interesting because I've been looking at attendance numbers from the league's opening year in the late 90s through last year. It hit its peak in 1998, the second year of the league, with around 11,000 people. And it's steadily declined in the years Mm -hmm. since. And that's interesting to me because that's opposite of what we've seen essentially across the board in all other women's sports. Mid-2000s, we kind of hit a... um, 
a steady number of about 7,500 people. And I'm curious to see if, as we've seen this crazy boom in the last five years, if the WNBA numbers match it. But I think there's this weird, we've talked about this last week too, or last episode too, there's this weird dilemma with the WNBA where it's so small that there's just not room for, there's only room for so many stars. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it says that 42% of the 2023 WNBA drafts are still on rosters for the tip-off. Yeah, that's it. Like 42%. Of the draft. That's, yeah, and there's what? how many people drafted, like 20? Right. I mean. <laughs> Basically. 24. Like less than half the number, 36 people were drafted. So 15 yeah. of the 36 people. That is wild. I know. Drafted. So imagine like the biggest day of your life, you get drafted into this league that you've been waiting for your whole life. You have less than a 50% chance of staying on a roster. Man, that's, I, that stat is, that's rough. Yeah, that's incredible. We have to figure that out though, because you have these big college names. If they're not yeah. transitioning over to the WNBA, you lose eyeballs because yeah. the, the eyeballs now for better or for worse are on the college game. And so yeah. if you don't have those stars playing who, I mean, I mean, that's why they're talking about adding teams. They're yes. talking about adding the Canada team yep. and another team. Yeah. So it's happening, but it needs to happen pretty quick. Yeah. It's, I think it's all happening too slow. Yeah. And I news. saw that the, Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Oh, I just saw that the ACES season tickets went from 4,000 in 2022 to 5.5 thousand this year. And then the Liberty, the New York Liberty season ticket membership jumped 200%. Okay. That's good. That's great. So in person is like exploding and we can only assume that streaming, whatever you call watching things on TV. That's also going to explode. <laughs> the Liberty are stacked, by the way. Yeah, they are. Uh, the good news is, drum roll please, our girl Ashley Jones made the Dallas Wings roster. Yes, yeah, she did. She got her first bucket <clears throat> in the um, the opening game last weekend. I, with knowing what we know with how hard it is to make a roster, I was so nervous for her. Not that I, not that it's like, oh, her, you know, it's Ashley Jones. It's just yeah. that like we, it's the statistics are stacked against her. Right. So I was thrilled to see her make the roster. Yeah. And she's like, they have a pretty cool social media yes. that I started following on draft night and they've been highlighting her a lot. I mean, they highlight everybody on yes. the team. They do a really good job of like, yeah. I mean, when there's only 12 people on the team, it's not that difficult. But. I'm kind of, I have to tell you something a little embarrassing. Yeah, go ahead. So in the days leading up to their final roster cut, where they had to submit their final, you know, like they still had two more people to cut. I yeah. went back in their social media and I was trying to figure out which videos Ashley was in or wasn't in to see if, you know, if they were highlighting the, the team members, they for sure knew they were. Oh, in. yeah. And she wasn't in a lot of them. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> You overthought it. I totally overthought it. Because <laughs> she's here. You overthought it. I don't ever overthink a thing. It's mm. fine. Mm. Uh, my last piece of news before we get into the fun stuff. The Women's College World Series field is set. We mentioned it last week, uh, episode, but the actual College World Series starts on Thursday, June 1st. It's the double elimination format. Final two teams play a best of three series for the national title starting on June 7th. No surprise here, but the number one seed overall is Oklahoma. They face off against Stanford. Poor Stanford. 
it's no big deal, but Oklahoma's only won 48 straight games. <laughs> and that, okay, also 48 please. straight. And I heard that this week and I was like, oh, that must span many years. No, no, <laughs> they've had like 52 games this year. So. Yeah, which is also crazy. Softball's yeah. nuts. Yeah. That's the longest streak in D1 softball history. They took That's the mantle crazy. from Arizona, which had won 47 in a row from 96 to 97. So You never know what can happen, though. No, that's true, especially in a game like softball. If yeah. the bats are dead or if someone's having a really yeah. on-night pitching, yeah. Um, you yeah. want to know the coolest part about this, though, Elisa? Yeah, tell me. All of the games. All of the games are on either ESPN, the main ESPN, or ABC. Love to see it. You freaking love to see it. Love to see it. <sighs> no but more of the plus. do you love to see it? That's the question. You know I do. <laughs> um, okay. Do you want to get into the fun stuff? Yeah, let's do fun things. Okay. Um, let's take a quick break before we go into the fun stuff and thank our friend Hopewood. Who does a will in a day? Hopewoodjd.com. Use the code fanatic for $50 off. It only takes a couple of hours to get everything in order. And Hope is a Cyclone fan. She is fabulous, kind, and wonderful. Hopewoodjd.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, Elisa. This is Epi yes. 100. Epi 100. And I want to tell you first and foremost about some things that we have outlasted during our run on the pod. Okay. Number one, Will Smith being a well-liked celebrity. Okay. Well, (laughs) rough times. Tom Brady and Giselle. Oh. Um, Is he getting with Kim K? Do we know? Speaking of Kim K, Kim K and Kim Kim and Kanye. Thank you. We've outlasted their marriage. Wow. That We've also outlasted Kim and Pete Davison. Okay. Yep. Okay. Donald Donald Trump presidency. Next. A worldwide pandemic. Oofta. But what I am most proud of at lasting is Jared's bachelor era. Oh, we did it. We did, we did it. it. We did it. 
We outlasted it. We sure as hell did. Was this the was today the hard launch or has he been has he oh, hard launched it on any of the other pods? Um oh I don't know. You know he pods. likes to be quiet about that. He does. He I've I saw him say girlfriend in response to like okay. Crystal Bloom's tweet or something random. Okay, okay. And, like I knew he was seeing her, but the word girlfriend is big for Jerry. Yeah. We heard about her a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. Excellent. excellent. And he, he was so nervous about it that he wouldn't even tell us her name for a while <laughs> i know i, think I can't maybe. imagine why i mean it's not like we would have gone on facebook or instagram or any social media channel and stalked her oh wait we totally <laughs> would have. <laughs> yeah mm. hmm. a lawyer and somebody who used to work in tv <laughs> yeah we would have <laughs> and just two like nosy women <laughs> yeah true very true true we've outlasted all of those things and i mm. okay so truth is we started this thing in the late summer of 2019 and mm -hmm. i think about how much the world has changed since then what yeah, yeah. there was a lot of nasty stuff that went down in the, yeah. in the subsequent couple of years and this podcast has been such a fun, creative release um, outside of all of the bad stuff that happened. And then when all of that bad stuff went down, like, again, a worldwide pandemic, right. it really became kind of a life float for me. And I think um, in a lot of ways, you too. So I just thought we could talk about some of the favorite moments of the podcast. What do you sure. think? Yeah, and I've, I've prepared a little something, if <gasps> you don't mind. You do your little something whenever you'd like to do let your me, little something. Let me, let me just start this off by reading a poem I wrote okay. and did not rip it off from anyone. <laughs> so if it sounds familiar, it's not. You're drunk. No. <sighs> I hate the way you talk to me, the way you always care. I hate the way you have good ideas and how you're always there. I hate your funny tangents and the way you read my mind. I hate the way you almost ate that whole watermelon in that one episode that one time. Do you remember that? That was so funny. Anyway, and the stories that you find. I hate the time we both wrote poems for Christmas as a joke. I hate the subjects you bring up and the combos it provokes. I hate meeting up with you in the Jack Trice parking lots and hanging out with the girls at delicious dinner spots. I hate getting those texts. Can I be a bitch real quick? <laughs> <laughs> then we proceed to complain for an hour about a guy on TV being a, well, you know, it rhymes with quick. Uh, I hate the way you know your stuff. I hate it when you're right. I hate it when you make me laugh. Even worse, when you're polite. I hate it when you find great guests and the fact that you know them all, but mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even, Not close. even a little bit. Not, Not even, even a little bit. bit. Not even, Not at, even all. at all. Thank you. Alisa. Scene. I have simply no idea what you could have possibly ripped that from. R.I.P. R.I.P. That was amazing. <laughs> My cheeks hurt. Good. Oh, it's, a, it's an original. It's an I, original. That was so good. I had forgotten about the watermelon episode. <laughs> I had not forgotten about. Somebody told me. Somebody the other day was like, "You know, you could probably eat a watermelon all in one sitting." And I was like, "I know someone who tried <laughs> uh, on the podcast." 
and you had this big like tupperware full of it and i was like what is going on and you're just like chomping away at it yeah you almost ate it i all. almost did it we have the photographic evidence to prove it <laughs> we do i still and that night did not ruin me i still love watermelon <laughs> i love that. i hide it I from my that. children actually Oh, funny. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So that beautiful poem, one of my favorite moments was exactly what you said when we unknowingly came to the podcast for a Christmas episode, both having rewritten Twas the Night Before Christmas. Oh, no. And you guys, the best That's part, so the best part though, I, well, I came in like convinced that I was going to completely shock Elisa. Like I was like, there's no way. And then Elisa jokingly said, what if we did the, what if we did the same thing? And I was like, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. And there was a way. It was exactly what happened. And my other favorite part of that is that you took like many days oh, to God, write. Like a couple yours. of weeks. And I think I took like two hours <laughs> right before the pod to write mine. Uh, um, another, no, that's so true. Uh, another favorite moment, our first guest of the podcast, Brooke Johnson, who is now yeah. become one of our very good friends. Mm -hmm. And um, she brought us wine, wine, these little, what do you even call it? Like a wine sweater? Like a wine it was literally or... a yeah, sweater that goes around here. a bottle of wine. And now yeah. we know how much lo Brooke Koozie. loves. Koozie. Koozie, a wine, a wine Koozie? bottle Koozie. Yeah. 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 And she just, I can't, I think back to that now. And I'm like, that's hilarious. I didn't know this person. And now I text her 85 times a day. It's just She's weird. Brought, like so much like color and yes. enthusiasm and positivity to our lives. We love her. Yes, we do love her. So I'm thankful that that helped us cross paths. Um, <laughs> obviously having Holly Rowe mm -hmm. on the podcast. And if you guys remember, I was thinking about how did we even get Holly? It was through Twitter. Yeah. She was, was she in town for like a Hawkeye uh, practice or something? Spring practice or something like that? Oh, I thought she was in town for college game day. It might have been but game day. Might be right. Either way, we saw she was coming and we were like, <laughs> oh, hey, Holly. Right. And yeah. then everybody tweeted at her like, yeah. you have to do this. And it was awesome. She was delightful. Yeah. And then we got Tracy Wolfson on the pod yeah. Um, and she was, she was just like, she, you know, when you see someone on TV and you're like, wow, I bet she's really nice and thoughtful. And she was, and then, um, we got to meet her, my family got to meet her at a chief's game and she remembered like the wow. details of our conversation. And I was blown away by that. Think of how many conversations yeah. she yeah. has with people like nobody's like us all the time. Right. She remembered, <laughs> um, some of our listeners, slid into our dms and provided some <laughs> their favorite um mike martz our merch guy at cyclone fanatic said he loved when you listed the foods that um we should have at jack Coast stadium that, <laughs> that was a pregnancy fueled list that was one of my favorite because you went on and on i know and on <laughs> and every time in my head i'm like she can't top that yeah. one you topped it and we were in person for that and i remember jared just being like are you seriously yeah. still going and I remember I, we always sweated when we were in person at those, oh, because, gosh, yes. but I was like, my back was dripping. Cause I was laughing so hard. <laughs> it was so good. Um, a couple mm. of listeners, Caitlin and David said the 12 days of Christmas that you did with the Maggie Espen Miller mug. Rock. I know. And I can, that, that song, it's stuck, Elisa. <laughs> like that is, you know, yeah. when you um, hear the blue oyster cult song and he's like more cowbell, 
I can't yeah. hear that song without <laughs> inserting Will Ferrell saying, and yeah. what do we need more cowbell? That's the same with the Maggie Espin Miller McGraw. Yeah. That's how the song is for the rest of my life. Um, let's see here. Steve, our friend Steve Kemp, who we have to share a little bit about at the end of the podcast, he said he loved our rants about Kim Mulkey. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember ranting about. Oh, I wonder who rants about Kim Mulkey. I don't. That's weird. I don't have any <laughs> memory of that. Our rivalry with Meyer and Blythe. You oh, know yeah? who? You know who didn't last a hundred eppies? Oh, ouch! Meyer and Blythe. And I bet what the hell happened to them? I heard that like one of them became a nun, and the other one took a oath of silence. That's what I heard too. I don't know which is which, but. I hope the oath of silence is Todd, but one can, a girl can dream. <laughs> uh, Sean Jankowski said he loved the Robert Goulet. Mm, uh, my friend Brad yes. said he loved Robert Goulet too. Honestly, that was so fun, but I lost my voice for a solid two weeks. I remember ago. that. I remember that. Speaking of Brooke Johnson, I went to a We Will luncheon with Brooke and she had to translate for me. Like I could didn't have, I had to whisper into her oh ear gosh. so she could speak to the table because I had nothing, nothing. Had We Will already started by then? No, this was like pre, this was like, oh, okay. do we want to do Brooke and I want to join that was gotcha. yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay yep uh do you have any other favorite moments I don't okay they're all my favorites they're all my favorites too um but I have to get like because this wouldn't be a title line episode unless I got a little <laughs> bit sappy see um, I, I knew that you were gonna get sappy and I was like I gotta get a little weird because I know she's gonna get a little sappy uh obviously we've we laugh every single episode so hard to again the point where i have sweat dripping down my back but my favorite thing about this podcast is that i really feel in my heart and soul that we have used this platform for good we have taken all of the things that we have screamed into the void for years and started screaming them into a microphone Mm -hmm. um and that includes things like you've talked about elisa that you're passionate about and knowledgeable knowledgeable about but like nil and how female athletes are in a unique position to take advantage of the NIL rules. That's something that Elisa and I listen to sports radio in Des Moines a lot. That's something that has been misinterpreted and misspoken about over and over again. And Elisa just continually corrects it here. And I'm just really proud of you for doing that. Um, Another one of those screaming to the void issues is the time slots and channels that women's sports are on. It's so obvious. It is so obvious, but it hasn't been done before. And suddenly we're seeing in the last five years, women's sports being on ABC, ESPN, primetime, and the numbers exploding. Well, no kidding. But again, Mm -hmm. that's something that we don't hear a lot about because the vast majority of um, people who speak about sports are men. And that's one of the things we have hopefully just completely beaten into your head as a listener. And And I think that like, Speaking to that, I'm sorry, I have to say this, but like speaking to that, we have also seen for our entire lives hearing, well, women's basketball doesn't make any money. You know, Mm -hmm. women's college basketball doesn't move the needle. It, you know, football is paying for women's basketball. And we've kind of taken the blanket off to reveal that that is because of the way that the that their deals are, deals are structured mm-hmm. and through the restructuring of deals we've seen that change a little bit and through 
a number of different things. We've seen women's sports and women's basketball, especially really changing. And I think like you talked about what we outlasted. I think that we've maybe come close to outlasting that notion that women's basketball doesn't move the needle monetarily. Especially as the NCAA is just about to renegotiate that contract for sponsorship Mm -hmm. of the NCAA basketball championship. And it had previously lumped in so many other sports. And this is the first time in a long time when they have an opportunity to really say, no, we hear you. We see you. We're going to take advantage of what's been there. And mm-hmm. you're right, Elisa. I think this is the this could be the first time that that happens. And the other thing that seems that's that's obvious, but then no one points out except us is something you say a lot, Elisa, and that's that we have to remember the WNBA or women's sports in general are in their infancy compared to the major men's sports. And we have to stop comparing or allowing people to compare the WNBA to the NBA or, you know, anything because there truly are apples to oranges comparisons and it's not fair. And it's actually doing a disservice to women's sports. And I just think, I'm sure some of you get really irritated with us saying these things over and over, but unfortunately those things have been ignored for so long. So we have to say them over and over with the hopes that eventually someone hears it and it finally sticks and they listen and then they start saying it because these things aren't, we're not out here, you know, making up numbers or making up statistics. These are the, the numbers are what they are and it's time for us to start recognizing that. And I think that one of the huge, the huge things about our podcast is that you have this like analytical mind and it's just this like lawyer mind that you have a way of getting to the bottom of things and explaining them the way that they truly should be, be explained, not just repeating something that you heard on a national talk show. Or seeing a headline. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the things that's helped us be. Uh, a show that people get interested in listening to is because you bring just that the truth and the honesty and the breakdown of what is actually going on with some of these deals, this, you know, all of this stuff, you, some of the lawsuits, like that stuff has been really, yes, that's, that's made a big, especially the U S women's national team. Those have Mm -hmm. been landmark um, atmosphere changing things that have happened since we've started the podcast. Yeah. And I think in women's sports in general, there have been a lot of lawsuits and that's honestly, sadly in America, how things change is through lawsuits. And so I'm lucky to have you beside me to explain those lawsuits to me. That's why I went to law school for that moment right there. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say one more thing and I don't mean this to sound arrogant or woke or whatever word you want to say or a feminist or blah 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 um that's what nora would say blah 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 that's what my five-year-old always says um but the truth is we are some of the only women with the sports voice in central iowa and i know the podcast goes beyond central iowa but that's where we are um in the news on radio here locally it's mostly men and it's mostly older middle-aged men and we're kind of it. Heather Burnside is obviously on the radio here um, on KXNO, but outside of that, we're kind of it. And 
it's been frustrating sometimes for me and Elisa. Some of our texts are very vulnerable and sent, you know, that we're, we're talking about really sensitive stuff because there's just a perspective that we feel like has been missed for a really long time. Because when you are a white male in Iowa and you're only talking to other white males in Iowa, you're going to miss stuff. That's just the truth yeah. of the matter. And we've tried really hard to bring a different perspective to the conversation. Um, despite us having the microphone, sometimes we feel like we're still screaming into the void. Mm -hmm. But thanks to all of you who have reached out to us over the last several years, we also feel like we're making a difference. Mm -hmm. And we want to continue to make a difference. So Elisa and I have had a lot of conversations about making sure that we are being inclusive of different perspectives of minority perspectives, whether that be men, women, race, whatever the case is. Um, but we just we're committed to that and we're not going to apologize for it. Mm -hmm. And I just feel I think we both take that really seriously and we take it as a badge of honor as well. And I think one of the commitments that we want to make in the next 100 episodes is to bring on some of the people who are affected and inflicted mm -hmm. by the issues that we're talking about. So we're not just those same talking heads that we yes. get so frustrated about. Right. If there is uh, an issue that people of color are facing, why don't we bring a person of color on to talk about it? You know, if there's a, an issue that white middle-aged men are facing then we'll talk about it for them no i'm just joking but seriously but we will i'm saying yeah yes, I know. no we we have talked about this at length and talked about it over and over again and we just want to say it like on air to say that like we want to be held accountable for bringing on people onto the podcast, giving them voices because the, a podcast is a really interesting thing. Like to be on the radio, you have to be hired by somebody and you know, they have their own idea of what they want the radio to be. But as far as this podcast go far and away, like we dictate what we talk yeah. about on this podcast. And so and anyone can go out and dictate what they want to put on a podcast. Anyone can start a podcast. Literally, you could talk into the mic of your phone and put it onto a podcast and it would work. And so um, I think that that's the beauty of a podcast is that we can really say anything and we want to be saying the things that impact people in a positive way. That's right. And we want to be bringing people on to give them the opportunity to also like talk to all of you guys, all of our listeners um, to tell you the, the issues that they're facing or the successes that they're having. Yeah. So, I mean, we joke about it and we say it jokingly all the time, but truly, like if there is someone who you think would meet that would, would be interesting for us, slide into our DMs or email <laughs> us or email Jared yeah. or wherever you can find it, because we want, we're committed to that. And we've both talked about how important that is to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's all I have for being cheesy. <laughs> Very good. Uh. Very good. Uh. So do you want to tee up what our listener Steve Kemp did for us? Or yeah. Do you want me to so ask? no, I can. Okay. So we have this friend named Steve Kemp and he is so supportive of the podcast yes. and he, he and wants Cyclone the best fanatic for us. in general. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you'll find him on the Cyclone Fanatic, um, 
oh, message I, boards. Message boards. The word yeah. just left my head. Um, all the time, talking about a lot of stuff. Thankfully, talking about us sometimes, you know, relaying to us what people are saying if we miss it. Um, and he's just been a support for us. And he was very excited about the 100th episode. And he got us really excited about it. And so he... Uh, he pulled together a bunch of shout outs for us and, yes. uh, talked to a bunch of people, talked to a bunch of, well, you'll hear who, who all he talked to and who all he got, uh, chased down to tell us whatever they, we haven't, I haven't listened. No, not have listened. no, 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 okay, no. I, I haven't. haven't listened. I haven't no. listened. So I listened to the first like three seconds of one that Steph sent me today, um, because Make she sure didn't know worked. if it was working. Yeah. Yeah but it was working and it was um, glorious. And full disclosure for everyone listening, I don't exactly know what I'm doing <laughs> to make these play. I'm right. like, I'm like 85% confident. Do we need to call Jared? No, not yet. I don't want to okay. call Jared unless we absolutely have to. Jared. Jared had his five minutes with us and that's all. He doesn't want to deal with us either. Fame. Okay, so we have mostly video clips, um, but you'll hear them too if you're listening on the podcast. But I think I can I start with an audio one because I'm really excited. Yeah, about it. yeah. Do you know which one? Probably. Let, let's start with our friend. There's two audio ones. So. Yes. Let's start with our friend of the podcast, Holly Rowe. No big deal, you guys. It's Holly Rowe. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm gonna make, try to make this work. Okay. Cross your fingers. Hey, Title IX, it's Holly Rowe from ESPN. I wanted to say congratulations on your 100th episode. You are such wonderful hosts, such wonderful fans, um, promoting sports in such a beautiful way. Congrats and all my best to you. Alisa! Uh, <laughs> that was Holly Rowe! That was so good. <gasps> I have goosebumps. <laughs> It's going to happen for the rest of the podcast, I know, but... that was Holly Rowe. Oh, my God. What if I throw up? I'm not going to throw up. Don't throw up. Wait. <laughs> okay, wait. You're in the bathroom. Elisa's recording in the bathroom. You can throw up. In, in the bathroom. <laughs> in my husband's bathroom. Oh, my God. <sighs> Holly, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Holly. I'm so Holly would like to rescind her congratulations. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm crying. I wish you the best. Well, that's the last we'll hear from Holly. <laughs> We're obsessed with her. If you didn't, if you couldn't pick that one up. Okay. okay. All right. Get it together. I have a headache now. All right. Um, let's do a video clip next. Are you ready okay. for this? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm not going to say anything. You'll know who it is. Congratulations, 100 episodes. You should be so proud. Wait, guys, this is our friend, Brooke Johnson. Congratulations, 100 episodes. You should be so proud. It's been such a delight going on this journey with you over the last few years. I was so proud and honored to have been the first guest of the Title IX pod. Can't say I was your best guest, but I was thrilled to be a part of it nonetheless. I can't believe that I gained two lifelong friends that I can actually talk sports with when we go out and about and don't have to feel apologetic in the least. 
I knew you both were the real deal pod when you interviewed Holly Rowe a few years back. I was pretty nervous for you both. I It was the big stage and I wasn't quite sure how it was going to go. And as I was listening to it, I had tears in my eyes. I'm pretty sure I cried. I thought it was insightful. I thought it was educational. And I thought you really had this amazing conversation and we're able to articulate just where and how we feel that women's sports can go and um, all the opportunities that we have yet to untap in this world for women's sports. So thank you for that. You guys always bring such an amazing viewpoint and creative commentary to world events, not just for women's sports, but all sports and current events. And I thank you for that. I'm so proud of you both. Cheers to 100 episodes and the Chicks Pod definitely rules. Love you both. Bye. Why oh is gosh. she the greatest? He was wearing the Title IX podcast I know, shirt yes. to all the listeners who can't see her. Oh, Brooke. We love her. Love. Brooke Johnson is a gift to the cyclone community and just yep. humanity in general. She's one of the Humanity ones. in general. <sighs> She's lovely. I love her. And I think my kids want her to be their mom. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I, I would like also for her to be my mom. You're right. That's a good point. I'm not even mad. It's just true. <laughs> right. Also, um, YouTube bronze beauties. I look like a sickly child over here. No one watched this video. <laughs> oh, the lighting in here. I, it's not the lighting. It's just my I'm face. wearing my Title IX pod shirt. Wait. Oh, I'm wearing not, not your tennis. Just a gray shirt. That's all right. <laughs> Okay, this next one is from longtime Iowa State women's basketball assistant coach Jody Steyer. Congrats on the 100th episode of the Title IX podcast. We sure appreciate your support and look forward to following for many years to come. Oh, very have, formal, but that is very her. Do you? I was yes, of course. And I'm curious because there's a little bit of a women's basketball train here. Do you just want to keep going? Yeah, let's do okay, it. I just, okay. I do want to say that like Jody is a personal friend of mine. Yes, and her yes, daughter yes. Is I was a really gonna, good friend of mine. Yes, let's do that but, first. I was going to compare Coach Steyer, Coach Fennelly, and Coach <laughs> Shaben, all of which yes. gave a shout outs. And I was curious about their demeanor. But yes, okay, Jody yeah. is. Yeah, so she's she's become a friend of ours, um, of my family's, and she's like done so many awesome things for us. She's gotten us great tickets, and um, she pulled Nye over to talk to Rosa, my daughter, one time, and like Nye brought her into the locker room and stuff. And she just like has, and every time I see her, she's just so grateful that we're at the game, that we support women's basketball, we support Iowa State basketball. She's the greatest. How long has she been um, an assistant to Coach Fenley? Like no basically idea. since the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of incredible. Yeah, that staff has had like next to no turnover. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Sorry, I got distracted because I was thinking like I've seen her. I, I feel like she's well, and all of the pictures of their childhood memories are all them in Iowa State gear, like yeah. the kids too. Yeah, it's been a long time. Long time. All right, let's let's hear from. I don't know if you guys know him. Head coach Bill Fennelly. 
Cyclone fans, 100th episode of Title IX Podcast with Stephanie and Alyssa. Hope you all tune in, be a part of it. They do a phenomenal job covering all things Cyclones. Listen in, you'll love it. It's a promo. I know. With Sai in the background. Yes, I was in the background giving us a thumbs up. I love that. Um, And then we have one more from the women's basketball team from Coach Shaben. Hello, Cyclone Nation. Excited to be here with you. We're excited. We're celebrating our Title IX 100th episode. Hope you join in. You're going to find some great facts. We love you. Take care. God bless. Go Cyclones. How great was that? I love it. I love it. And she was just like, you got Coach Skyer who's like, like, yeah, you know, like very straight laced. (laughs) Yeah. Down to business. And Coach Shaven wants to party with us. Yeah, I will. And then Coach Fenley, I think I think Steve caught Coach Fenley at the tailgate, tailgate event. Tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tailgate tour, and that was so cool of him to, yes. to ask them to do that for us. Yes. Um, this next one is a couple of friends of mine, uh, Brad G, from who's a who I went to Iowa State with, and um, got worked in the athletics communications office with, which is kind of what started this i mean if i go back to like what prepared me to host a title line podcast it was probably that internship with iowa state and brad was there for that so let's play this one next you're already laughing <laughs> hey hey steph and elisa it's brad and Kelsey. congratulations on episode 100 we are so excited for you guys and we are big fans of the podcast as you can see Woo-hoo. Sure. <laughs> so happy for you guys. We're going to keep listening in. Excited to hear episode 100. Congrats. So Kelsey, so Brad works for the Chiefs now, and Kelsey is an Iowa State grad who Brad hired as an intern, and she actually just got a full-time job with the Chiefs. So now there are two Iowa Staters in the I Chiefs front it. office. Yes. I love it. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say anything about this next one. Okay. You'll know who it is. Go, Hey, Steph and Alyssa, this is Coach Campbell. Hey, just give me a shout-out on your 100th episode anniversary. Listen, congrats on all you're doing to make a difference and uh, really excited and all your all your support of Cyclone Athletics. Go Clones. Good. Ah, Coach Campbell's good. got a nice-looking tan. Yeah. And it, he was very – was he sultry with that congratulations? <laughs> was that a little salt? Do you want me? Is that the word? Salt? Salter? A little salter? Do you want to watch it again? Yeah. <laughs> Should we really? Run it back. Hey, Steph and Alyssa, this is Coach Campbell. Hey, just give me a shout out on your 100th episode anniversary. Listen, congrats all you're doing to make a difference. He's being sultry for sure. He is. We will say a couple of them say my name wrong. And I know that some people are going to catch that and say something. I will tell you, it doesn't bother me. It at bothers all. me. Like, I, I want to go fight it bothers, people for you. I know. It bothers my husband and it bothers my dad. It does not bother me. So, um, never has. I answer to anything that starts with a vowel. <laughs> um, just, I don't know. It just doesn't. The nothing about it bothers me. So, so I'm happy you're to be Alyssa, Alyssa Woods. I'm Steph Copley. You get Alyssa Woods all the time. I get Steph Copley all yeah. the time. So you oh, get the short yeah. A or short I, I mean, and I get the long yeah. O when it should be the other I way. I get around. Alyssa, Alicia, Eliza. 
Eliza. Allison. Eliza. What? There was a guy that I worked with. Okay, so there was a, there was a girl that I worked with that called me Eliza all the time, just as like a joke. And her husband thought that that's what my name actually was. And then one day she called me Elisa, and he's like, "It's Eliza." And she's like, "No, it's, it's actually Elisa." And he's like, "What?" But yes, I've gotten Eliza a couple times. There's a couple people in my life right now who call me Copley and it's been going on for years and I cannot, I don't have it in me to correct it, but like I have to, you know? Yeah. I have an, I have a great aunt and uncle who I'm pretty close with that called me Alicia and I just don't care. <laughs> so if, so if, your, if your family calls you Alicia, you don't give a crap if coach Campbell does. <laughs> Right. No, yeah, I don't care if Coach Campbell calls me Alyssa. I don't care. I love it. Great. I know <laughs> talking about me. You know what I mean? Like, don't call me late to dinner. <laughs> Step. There was like a delay for a second, and it was just silent after I said that. And then I hear like, <laughs> it's because like, oh. I had the silent laugh. Yeah, the joke wow. didn't land, and then I was like, oh no, it did. Okay, what's the oh, next no, it one? Um, another another head coach of ours. Hi, this is Coach Dresser, and on behalf of my team and my staff, we want to reach out to Steph and Alyssa. Congratulations, number 100. That's a big one. We love your Title IX podcast. Yay, Coach Dresser! He has. He's become one of my favorite coaches to ever be involved in Iowa State athletics. Like I, he's pretty cool. He's he says whatever the hell he wants to say. He dresses like a superstar. Like his sweater game, unbeatable, untouchable. And I just think he wrestling coaches are out of their damn minds. And he is out of his damn mind in a level that I can appreciate. And so he's he's (laughs) one of my favorites. All right, another cyclone legend. You ready? Okay. I'm TJ Alzelberger. I'd like to give a shout out. Oh. I'm TJ Alzelberger. I'd like to give a shout out to the Title IX podcast for the 100th episode. Go Cyclones. He was where so that good. wasn't even a medium. That was a medium. Oh. That was not a medium. Maybe he heard you. He heard you saying something. About I'm him. disappointed. I want the medium. Steve, can you go Love back him. and get one from Coach Otts while he's wearing a medium? <laughs> no. We love him. I have made cakes for his children. Let me just put that out there. I love that. And thank you, Coach Hasselberger. Okay, this one is a non-cyclone. This was a guest we had on the podcast a while back. This is one of the um, owners of the Kansas City Current, who is my favorite National Women's Soccer League team. I don't know if I've ever said that on the podcast. Um, This is Chris Long. Are you guys ready? Here we go. Congratulations, Steph and Alyssa, on your 100th episode. It's just awesome. Thank you so much from all of us at The Current for all you do for women's sports, the storytelling. It's awesome. I can't wait to watch this episode and continue to follow you all. How cool is that? Also, um, can I just mention his background with the basketball hoop, very similar to your background with the basketball hoop. (laughs) very similar he has this beautiful manicured lawn with this beautiful basketball hoop and i'm sitting in my basement with a torn up 
what's it? Little Tyke's hoop in the background. Fisher Price. <sighs> I will say his podcast is one that I really enjoyed. That was an interview uh, that yes. like it changed the way that I looked at a lot of things and looked at it's it changed the way that I looked at like investing in women's sports. Yes. Because in the way um, that they do. To remind listeners, he talked about how he sees it as an truly an investment. I mean, he's not doing mm-hmm. it for charity or for his, you know, to build up his goodwill. He sees it mm-hmm. as a money making venture. And that's why his family has invested a lot of money and his businesses invest a lot of money in owning the Kansas City yeah. Current. And that was kind of one of those validating moments, Elisa, where we were like, yeah, we know. Thanks for thank you for t- saying what, you know, like yeah. putting your money literally where your mouth is. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is from our friend Leah Nelson. Hey guys, it's Leah Nelson from Iowa State Softball. So proud of you guys and congratulations on 100 episodes of the Title IX podcast. Keep paving a way for women in sports. Leah's going to oh, go places, you guys. She's so cool. She is so cool. I want to be she's like Leah. So cool. Are we like Leah now that we're grown up? No. No? Did you say no? Absolutely not. She's way cooler than us. We're kind of cool. Do you think she thinks we're cool? (laughs) For moms? Yeah, for moms, for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's just stop there. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we have two more. Um, I'm going to play... No, 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 we have three more. Let's do... This is a message from Ryan Burchett, who... Uh, is one of the founders of the Mississippi River Distilling Company, who also was very much behind um, the Cyclone Fanatic Cody Road connection and um, relationship. Alyssa and Steph, 100 episodes of the Title IX podcast. That's so awesome. All of us here at Mississippi River Distilling Company say congratulations. You know, I think our favorite episodes have been those ones where you talk about Cody Road bourbon or... Maybe sometimes you cook with Cody Road bourbon or other times when you cook with Cody Road bourbon and then you eat it and you get a little buzz going or when you drink a bunch of Cody Road bourbon and then the podcast is hilarious. Well, we're looking for more of those. So cheers, girls. Here's to 100 more. That was so true. I love that. I love that. When you cook with Cody Rowe and we're both like, "Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yep, Yep. that's right. Are you still making your vanilla that's infused with bourbon? Yeah, yep. I am. Look at all of the ways that we have found to use Cody Rowe outside of just straight up drinking it. I know. Thanks, Ryan. That was awesome. Okay, we have another audio one. This is the one I sent to you, Elisa. I hope it works. Yeah. This is the 100th episode of the Cyclone Fanatic Show, Title IX. I'm Ashley Jones, a former cyclone on the women's basketball team and current Dallas Wings basketball player. Congratulations and a huge shout out to Steph Copley and Alicia Woods on their 100th episode of the Title IX podcast. The work they have done to help raise awareness and continuing to promote the equality in women's athletics is amazing. They also have been great advocates when it comes to NIL and women's sports with their amazing work with the We Will Collective. Without Title IX, my sisters, teammates, and many others wouldn't be able to play and participate in the sports that we love. I was fortunate enough that through Title IX, I was able to participate and find a home at Iowa State to continue to play the game I love with so much support from my teammates, coaches, and the community. Keep up the great work and continue to support our amazing and strong women athletes. Go Cyclones! 
Oh, I almost write. just said go state it. <laughs> She's right though. Like she talks about Title IX. She's talking about our podcast, but then she dips into talking about like actual the real Title, Title IX. IX. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. I mean, it was tongue in cheek, obviously, but yeah. that's, I mean, we wouldn't be here. We'd have nothing to talk about. You guys, that's WNBA that's star Ashley Jones to you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Last but not least, the Godfather. Okay, go. Hey, Cyclophonetic fans, just wanted to say congratulations to Steph and Alyssa on the 100th edition of the Title IX podcast from, I was told to say this, The Godfather. <laughs> yes, I was told to say this. I'm obsessed. Obsessed. Oh my gosh. Alyssa, we're so lucky. I love that. Holy cow. Mm. My face hurts from Should smiling. we just quit now? That's it. <laughs> Guys, our 100th episode is our last. I'm just joking. You got to put up. We're going out on top. Oh, man, that was awesome. Thank you so much to Steve for putting all of those together for us. And to all of you who contributed, we really, really, really appreciate it. We feel the love right now. And thanks to everyone for the last 100 episodes for listening, for reaching out to us on Twitter, for emailing us, for talking about us on the message boards. We love it all. And keep doing it. Keep reaching out to us. We seriously love the interaction. And tell somebody about the 100th episode of the Title IX podcast on the Cyclone. And Network. buy your shirts and wear them around this summer and talk about the and next explain that to people. Yeah. I gave one to my boss. I gave one to, I gave I my gave whole family. Husband. Yeah, we all have them. You don't, you're not cool unless you have your Title IX t-shirt, right? It's true. Well, I feel true. the love. I feel very grateful for the last couple of years. I feel grateful for every single episode out of these 100. And Elisa, I'm looking forward to 100 more. 100 more. Go Cyclones. Go State.